Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep with your host, Joel Conan. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've been a penny. I will buy the stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to today's edition of Pre-Market Prep. Spencer Israel, Joel Conan, Dennis Dick with you this morning. We're talking tech reversed again. Uh, we'll talk Gilead. They had some news last night, a drug approved. We'll talk GameStop because they had some news. And the stock is out this morning. They gave the people what they wanted. They made Ryan Cohen, the chairman of the company. Uh, our guest today is Buck Andrews, the co-founder of Inform. Speaking of which, today's show is also sponsored by Inform. Inform's enterprise news productivity tool is designed to enable you to perform thorough stock research by isolating the specific articles that are most impactful to your portfolio. Learn more. Go to inform.info. The link is up on the screen there. In4M.info. Joel, bring up those charts. Let's do it. Tell us how we're doing in the pre-market session. Uh, good morning, Spencer. Good morning, Dennis. Good morning, traders and investors. Uh, we're up a solid 13 and three quarters handles at 40, 83, 75. Uh, crude, that's in the red by 23 cents at 59.53. Gold's at my magic number, up $8.60 at 17.50.20. Silver, not over, not over 26, but definitely over 25. That's up 19 cents at 25.45. And uh, Bitcoin just kind of hugging this 40, 55,000 to 60,000 range. Really doesn't want to go anywhere else. Uh, good morning, Triple D to you. Uh, happy Thursday. We got to start doing the Ethereum quote because I'm still interested in the Ethereum. Oops. I got you in the background too. I can hear you twice now. What's uh what's Ethereum at? Can we find that out? Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, do you have a computer? Uh, 2002. 2002. I want to see an Ethereum chart. See an Ethereum chart. Now was 2000. I want to analyze the technicals on Ethereum. Okay. I want to buy Ethereum. You want you want an Ethereum chart? That's what he I said. Want an Ethereum chart. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm getting it. Ethereum. Right. Yeah. Joel's getting it. I'm, I'm the Bitcoin's it. old. It's, it's not Ethereum now. I'm getting it faster. There's Ethereum. But that's only 20. Let me go a little bit farther. Because I know Triple D. I don't D. see any charts. There, there you go. It is. My, oh, holy. My Ethereum chart. Why was I not buying this last year? Oops. What was it last year at the low? It was 100 bucks? Uh, oh, my this goodness. Was... I'm lost, Joel. Oh, there we go. Yeah, look at this little Coinbase chart. Why don't you wow. just buy Coinbase? Wow, yeah. rocket ship. Okay, well, maybe I'll hold off buying some Ethereum yet. <laughs> 2000, key psychological level. We're right there. What was it back in the summer? Summer uh, of 20? Yeah, 200. It's up 1,000% last year or more. 
Yeah. Holy mackerel. Well, I'm glad I bought some Bitcoin. So it's like the trading in the Bitcoin for the Ethereum. But Bitcoin didn't go up that much. So I would have been better June. Ethereum. Here's June. The Ethereum's got the use, though, with the NFTs, man. Oh, I picked the wrong one. I should have bought Ethereum. I got that pump guy just buy Bitcoin. He's got 96% of his money in. And I should have bought Ethereum. Are you going to Are you gonna have some um, NFTs in your house? Everything's going to be in. I'm going to buy an NFT house and just live in the NFT house, eat NFT food, ride in an NFT car, drink NFT beer, and watch the NFT Oilers on Saturday. <laughs> that <laughs> is what I'm going to do now. And you know what? In my NFT world, my sports team is always going to win. That's the cool thing about NFTs. You can create them how you want. If you have the crappiest team in the world and you cheer for the Buffalo Sabres or you cheer for the Detroit Tigers or you cheer for the Detroit Lions, in our NFT world, Joel, our sports team will always win. Let's create that, the NFT sports, where your sports team always wins and you can always be happy. I love it. Gave you guys billion-all ideas again. Yeah. I'm a lot mean, better than my call yesterday on Fastly, I'll tell you that. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, let's, oh. Talk that. let's talk about tech. I got stopped out. I tried three, four growth tech names, the Kathy names. Couldn't have picked the worst day for it because they pulled the rug out from it right off the hop and they continued to go down. Um, I've still had a couple of them. I didn't get stopped out on them all, but I got stopped out on three of them. Fastly stopped out. The old undercut and probably rally trick. So I just got burned on the undercut from Gil Morales. Now we'll see if it does the rally here. So maybe you want to buy my heat. Maybe it's the old undercut and rally trick. It could be the case. Uh, but, you know, stops to stop. You got to get out when the getting's good. Take your small losses and stay in the game. So I cut with Fastly. I tried Space, SPCE. Uh, actually, I'm still in that one, I think. I didn't. I don't think I got undercut in that one. But uh, there were a couple a other ones. I have a theory. Yeah, talk to me. I like the Reddit guys got you. I think they got me, the Reddit guys. They, they said, oh, Den, Denny's going into Fastly, and he's talking about all these growth names and the Kathy stocks. Let's hammer the Kathy stocks. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the no, thread. they didn't. Yes. That's they don't short stocks, I don't thread. think, Joel. There's not a lot of guys shorting the knocking stocks down. They like to ramp up the shorts. That was the opposite of a short squeeze. That was a long squeeze for me. <laughs> so you. anyways, those three, I put on like five swing trades. I got stopped out and I think three of them. Um, trying to figure out the other ones I've already forgotten because I made over 100 trades yesterday. But it was definitely Fastly. I still have a couple of them. I don't want to mention them now because uh, yeah, they'll I've get got the, sure. the Reddit guys will get me. <laughs> well, no, if you have no position, what difference does it make? No, I have Yeah, he still has a couple. A couple oh, of them. oh, oh, okay. Okay. Them, so. okay. Okay. Well, just not mention those. Fair stocks. enough. Fair enough. All right. Um, were any of those uh, any of those trades uh, arc related? Kathy made some buys finally in the ARKX. I've been waiting for them to make some trades in their new space fund. They hadn't. Any, they hadn't made any for a couple of days. I guess since the fund launched, and they finally made a few trades last night. Let me bring up my email from the Arc Trading Desk. I'm going to scroll right past the ARK. You bought like everything yesterday. I see five, yeah, ten, fifteen, yep. like twenty stocks. She bought like well, seventeen stocks and a few spacs. Yeah, I'm going to scroll right past all the other ones. Go straight down to the X bottom of the list. They bought a couple spacs. They bought ACIC, and they bought SPFR. Yeah, yeah. And there was two more buys in the space fund. They bought uh, Iridium IRDM. 
and they bought RTP. Those are the four new buys in ARKX. I'm sorry, not new buys, but buys from last night, uh, like first-time transactions uh, wow. or, or additions, I should say, in the KX fund last night. By you the know, way, you know we're in a different market when you look at these stocks and even these SPACs, and there's just not very much pop at all. Yeah. She's, you know, not like Mark Chagan saying she's becoming irrelevant. Not irrelevant, but definitely not as influential as she once was. I mean, IRDM is up 14 cents. If this would have happened two months ago, IRDM would be up five bucks. So you can just see how many people have been burned with Kathy stocks. I was trying to buy Kathy stocks yesterday. I got burned in them too. So <laughs> it's uh, once bitten, twice shy um, on a lot of the Kathy names here. But ACIC, not really up in the pre-market. It's up a dime. We've got SPFR. And these SPACs just typically don't move. It's up nine cents. RTP, up five cents. Um, so unbelievable from where we were even palantir she loaded the boat in palantir again how many shares she buy palantir wasn't another million shares uh she is just going to be eventually own all the shares she will have uh she's cornering the market she, on bought, she did she did buy a little over a million one million forty five thousand six hundred shares she can't stop buying palantir she just can't did anybody see the C, the interview on cnbc this morning with the co-founder he no. was talking lots of stuff, and the co-founder, Palantir co-founder, was on CNBC about a half an hour ago. The only thing was, never seen an interview like that. He never looked up at the camera. He was looking down the whole time. So I don't know, maybe his like where he was seeing um, the host, but wasn't where his webcam was. But he literally looked down the whole time. It was very weird. So yeah. Palantir gets a big thirty cent pop. Well, that's something. That's something. It's not the two dollar pop she was getting when she was buying millions of shares before, but it's getting a pop. You still got the level it tried to hold, 2283, 2281. It's still holding on to those lows, 2273. Um, so this was one that didn't take out from a couple days ago the low. So that's good news. The bad news is there's still a ridiculous amount of overhead supply, and Kathy Wood Pops are not like what they used to be. I should mention there was a, an article in the Washington Journal about ARC yesterday, and this is an interesting quote. This is from... Uh, a, a, a PM at ARC, uh, Ron Le- Leggy, and here's what he said. He said he acknowledged the confusion around the ARCX exposure, like, you know, John Deere and stuff like that. <laughs> and, <laughs> okay, and, and, and he said, when we're talking about space exploration and innovation, we define it as everything above the ground. If you are above the ground, you're in space. Hell? I had Andrew Channon from uh, Procure IM, who's got the UFO ETF on my ETF show yesterday. He was like, that is not space. Above the ground is not space, is what he said. What in the heck are they talking about over there? <laughs> I don't know. Holy man. Oh. I should I, add. I, I, don't even, I don't even know how to respond to that. We'll let Joel respond to that. I, I should add, I, I'm still on the. the well, Deer is definitely above the deer. ground. It works the ground. So that's why I guess Deer is a key space exploration component because they work the soil. And that soil is definitely, well, it is the ground kind of. So I don't know. Maybe so, that doesn't. So, someone's got to farm the moon, right? Well, yeah, but they, they, apparently they just have to farm the Earth with their space exploration because anything above above the ground is that what they said? Anything yeah. above the ground? Yeah. Anything above ground? I'm they, in space, guys. Hey, basically, I'm above the ground. I'm standing on the ground. I'm in space. Oh, look at the beautiful view of the Earth we have from here. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard if in my you're life. Not the subway. You're above ground. 
you all right that's just completely stupid <laughs> uh, i think i'm so unsatisfied with that answer i have no idea what that person is even talking about <laughs> okay. so i'm just moving on and i don't think i don't even want to even look at that space fund again all if that's right. really how they're defining it anything above the ground is space uh, that's just ridiculous moving right along uh, hey guys you know i'm just trying to get out of my county out of my state i'm not <laughs> thinking about going to the moon or i don't know well they're not thinking about going to the moon anymore either joe because right now you are in outer space according to kathy no, Woods, no, no go on the ground we think oh so we have to so if i jump well, it though, could oh, be. Wait, i guess we jump, would be space then, okay somebody... so on the moon, we would be outer space. Joel is yeah. on the ground. To, to the best of my knowledge, Joel is on the ground right so now. This might be one of our worst tangents and then ever. we're in space. Let's move on. Everybody jump, and we'll all be in space at the same time. All right. Wow. That is so stupid. I'm going to move on to GameStop here, only because there is actual news this morning, and the stock is up on on uh, an, an actual headline. Ryan Cohen uh, is going to be the chairman of the board. Of GameStop, which is what I saw that, which is what the people have wanted. That's it's, what it's, that's what, what everybody happened. knew was going to happen, and it now it's happening. I know, so it's exciting. It's up eight bucks. It's a big pop. I mean, GameStop can go wherever it wants, completely disconnected from fundamentals. Do whatever the hell it wants. It's not. Uh, it's just it's random walk theory stock definition of the random walk theory. This random walk theory has so much more pull now than the efficient market hypothesis taking you back to your behavioral finance and and all your finance courses when you took them back in university but random walk theory just says you cannot predict the movement of a stock based on anything because it moves completely random this is the random walk stock gamestop random walk so i try not to trade this thing at all because it's unpredictable a uh, couple things here. I'll just give you some parameters from the pre. Oh, I forgot. I'm not doing levels on GameStop. <laughs> we, we're done with GameStop. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. All right. You know, I just will say back. one thing. This at the market offering. Yeah. I think there's just a lot of, you know, a lot of stock out there for sale. So, I I mean, it people are looking offering, for though. It was like, what, 3 million shares? Yeah, it was small. It wasn't like AMC going to cut the float in half. And then they rallied the stock anyways. So, all these... Everything's small. Okay. They're selling stock. I'd be selling stock. That's what it. Everything in the world is just a mess. Like it's just nonsense. Because like I did you see that tweet from yesterday. A sheet of plywood a year ago was eleven bucks. It's now forty eight dollars. Yet they tell us there's no inflation. You know, here they are showing us all the stats that there's no inflation. We have we have problems because we have zero inflation. We need more inflation. The sheet of plywood. Went from $11 to $48 in a year. In a year. A two-by-four, which is two bucks, is now nine bucks in Canada. And this is obviously everywhere. This is, you know, and obviously you can look at other things. And say, Oh, yeah, that's only building supplies. I'm seeing inflation across the board in so many different things. And then you could even argue, I've argued for years, the product sizing. So, so- you know, where they don't bring up the price. They just make the stuff in the product smaller and smaller and smaller. I used to get this baby formula when Natalie was like a baby. And actually, it was for Spencer because uh, Natalie was breastfed. But uh, the baby formula. And it was like, okay, so they designed, they said new, so I forget which company made it. It was some company made it, but it's a new design on the package and it was all slick in design. And I looked and they took it from 630 grams to 600 grams and they kept the price the same. So that's the way they, they hide inflation too. They give you less product. 
but they say, oh, new design of a package. It's cool. We're saving plastic for the world, but we'll put 30 grams less and they won't notice that. So we'll put 30 grams left. We'll increase the price 5% because we're putting 30 grams left on the 600. But we won't, you know, we'll just market it as new package, green eco, still same price. No, it's 30 grams left. You're lying to me. So, you know what I'm kind of disappointed in, everywhere. Dennis? If somebody I'm tells kinda, you, Dennis, yeah, I just want to, I want, okay, go, go, go. I'm kind of disappointed in your arbitrage skills. <laughs> Why? How long do you know you've been building a house? I bought lumber stocks back in July. All okay. right. Okay, All last right. year. So I'm not <laughs> completely. The one problem which I didn't foresee is I sold a little bit of them when they rallied up. <laughs> so I sold too soon, but I did. I did okay. go and buy a bunch of lumber stocks because I was like, I gotta like I should have bought more and I should have held. So I still have some, but not enough. Not enough to offset the the build cost. And this is why I'm probably upset too. I'm building a house. Yeah, you know, I've been talking about it for a little bit there. And obviously lumber, big piece of the house and the prices are crazy, but all materials. Um, my buddy telling me electrical cable, spool of this wire electrical cable was going for 47 bucks. It's now 109 a year later. But we have no inflation, guys. Guys and girls, no inflation. Fed can keep lying to us all they want. There is inflation everywhere. If somebody tells you there's no inflation, stop listening to everything they're talking about because they're either one, not paying attention or two, not uh, they're lying to you. And that's what Jerome Powell and the Fed is doing, completely lying to us by looking everywhere. They'll look to everywhere where they don't see prices going up. Home prices are just, and I don't know what they're doing in your neck of the woods, but around here, they've gone astronomical. They're just taking off. I'm hearing in Ontario, home prices year over year are up 30%. That's year over year. This is the biggest expense to a single person. But they won't include that in your CPI indexes because... We don't talk about home prices. We don't need to talk about food and shelter and or gas. You don't track those things. We track TVs because TV prices go down. So yeah, it makes everybody exactly. feel better about themselves. Well, they're not going down anymore. There's a global shortage of semiconductors. Everything's going up. Anyways, it's absolutely ridiculous. Either the Fed is, and, and I say I'm calling the Fed a liar, um, either they're very inept and not paying attention or they just simply are trying to lie to us so they can try to keep rates low and they can justify keeping rates low. So you're 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 getting murdered. This is why the stocks have a relentless bid. You're absolutely getting murdered by sitting in cash. Cash is just killing you. You know, if you were building a house like I was and you're sitting all in cash waiting for it, which a lot of it was, it's now costing you a hell of a lot more. The only thing saving you is the inflation of assets all around you. If you own places, you own real estate, you own property, you own things. My buddy bought a boat, used boat, five years ago, 10000 bucks. He just sold it for $26,000. So it's like inflation, just people buying stuff everywhere. We are in the most inflationary environment that I have seen in a long time. And the only answer is, like you just said, own assets. Own assets. Own assets. Yep. Crypto, yep. crypto yep. stocks, whatever. Own yep. it. Yep. You got to. You got to protect yeah. yourself in that way. There, I don't know how else you can protect yourself. So you've got to own some assets to protect yourself against inflation. Grandma sitting there with cash in her in her wallet or in her bank account, sitting in a T bill at one percent or even less than that, getting the beats because inflation is rampant and it is everywhere. Yep. All right, uh, it is eight twenty. Let's get to some other headlines here. Let's talk about 
we've been talking a lot about value stocks the past few days, a few weeks. Let's talk about Gilead here, which is a value stock. We had news out. Was it last night? I think it was last night. Yeah. They got FDA approval for a drug that treats a very aggressive form of breast cancer. Good news for Gilead. It's getting a pop. This is, you know, and I, I'm, I'm torn here because the pharma stocks, which I own a few of, have not really participated in the recent rally. But if you're going into full value, some of these pharma stocks are very attractive at some of these prices. I mean, you got Merck 76. What Do you have the PEs all handy? I could just throw a bunch at you there. But, I mean, Merck's got a 3.4% dividend. I'm assuming the PE is fairly low still. Pfizer, Gilead, Bristol-Myers. Uh, yeah, so Gilead forward PEMC 9. Merck, Nine on Gilead. Merck is 11. What did you say? Pfizer? Yeah. Pfizer's 11. What else did you say? Bristol Myers. Bristol Myers, like Kramer says. That, that's eight. Eight, nine, 11. We're in an inflationary environment. They're giving you these kind of earnings. There is some growth still there. I like the pharma. I'm, I'm sticking with pharma here. We still have an aging population. We still have needs. They have not participated at all. If we're going into the ultimate value trade, I don't know. Maybe it's coming off and maybe we're going to go back to growth. But I thought that could happen yesterday and I would definitely pick the wrong day for that. But if you think value names eventually could get some life, these stocks are all dirt cheap. I own Pfizer. I own Bristol-Myers. I own Merck. I don't own Gilead. I've always hated Gilead. I almost want to own it just because Remember when it's you were going to short it cheap. 60 and I talked you out of it? Remember? I went Which one? hung out at 60 for a while. No. And we were thinking, oh, if it takes out 60, it's going to go. 50. And, then and it, it never did. It How low did it get when it took 57? out uh, – 57 uh it has a setup here i mean oh, it went down lower than that. 56 it got to yeah 56 four bucks worth of heat uh you got a bunch of highs here at like 66 75 but if this is probably like the ultimate stock not to buy on a breakout you know it, oh, yeah. uh, it's, it's had so many false breakouts so all of them. yep <laughs> all of them. So maybe I, you know, you see all those highs there. You have three lower highs. It's trading up a little bit, but that's a big area. Watch today; it will actually break out and start running. But uh, getting a little bit of move, but boy, bunch of highs. This is gone all the way up to sixty-seven. Pretty major resistance. I'm very torn on Gilead. Part of me wants to own just because it's dirty cheap, but then I'm like, I already own a lot of cheap pharma stocks. So I know I brought I brought Bristol Myers the other day. So. Um, I'm actually, I think I'm down in it now. I was up in it. It took off for a few days there. It's back down. It's, it's about, you know, I'm not going hundred percent pharma. It's just about having diversity through your portfolio. And I like value. So I think there's lots of value here in the pharma. Next. Oh, somebody asked AbbVie. Yes. I already own AbbVie. I've owned AbbVie for since birth, meaning I've owned it since the Abbott spinoff. So. I don't know what my cost basis is on that. It's a lot lower than where it is here. So, yeah, still on Avi. Love Avi. Dennis, I'm curious if you saw what went on yesterday in the social media stocks. Twitter, Snapchat, Pinterest. I mean, Twitter and Snapchat trade much more closely than Pinterest does. But those two, uh, those two in particular, and all three, really had good days. Yeah, they've all come back a long ways. Twitter, rumors overnight that they're buying Clubhouse, or they were yeah, made, they made an I, offer for Clubhouse. Yeah, it doesn't appear like it. Bloomberg reported that Twitter has had discussions, but they're not active. Yeah. So, uh, and, and I actually know that Clubhouse's valuation has gone from uh, $1.5 billion to $4 billion in three months. Yeah, so I don't know if Twitter's coming and scooping them up here now, but it's up a little bit on that headline. Pinterest has had a ridiculous five-day move. I mean, like, unbelievable move. 
we went from $65 a week and a half ago where it looked like it was in the gutter back to 85 in one, two, three, four, five, six days. That's just a huge move. If you're buying Pinterest now, you are doing it backwards. It's up again here. Uh, the last few times it got over 85. We're trading up a buck 16. I don't know if that's much volume here, but I'd keep an eye on this 85 as potential resistance. You had a high right here at 85 before you fell off the cliff, right? Was that high at 85? Boom, 85.10, and then another high. It uh, well, that's that one's way up at 86.50. So you're getting up. You got a lot of this back. It's just man, just like over 85 hasn't held up there for too many days and actually closed above it. So we'll see what happens today. And what was the other one? Snapchat. Yeah, together. We looked at this. It's not a big now. rally, too. These have all rallied. So, again, the name of the game for me is buy the dip, sell the rip. This thing is ripping already. Chasing in this market has not paid. We were in the chasing market for a long time. Right now, unless you're chasing spy, because spy goes up every day no matter what. <laughs> it seems like that's what my other trader buddy was saying to me. He was like, why do we even bother trading? Why don't we just load up margin spy? Because it just goes up every day. It is like just <laughs> even when we were tanking, spy was hardly going down. <laughs> the rotation was keeping it up. I mean, I guess Joel, that's why me and you keep the majority of our network in indexes, so we don't have to worry about it. But spy, I believe, is the biggest holding in my long-term portfolio. I believe it always has been, and I believe it always will be. Spy, unbelievable, continues to go just up every single day. I mean, eventually we're going to get a, some type of sell everything market where it's going to pull back. But wow, spy up every day. I mean, yeah. Hard to argue. <laughs> it's hard. It, it's it's really. Why not just buy the thing, the simple thing that goes up every day? Because you know why? Because people so don't want to make 0.5%. It's so funny because for, for six years, day. for six years, people were like, well, what's going to happen when the FANG stocks stop going up? Because they will stop going up one day. And, well, they did stop going up uh, last, last summer, late last summer, fall. Yeah. And it didn't really impact the overall market at all. No, they bought everything else. <laughs> I just bought every other stock yeah. that wasn't big tech. Yeah. So I don't know. It just puts a damper on on, on that theory as far as like rotation out of tech is going to kill the market. It, it it hasn't for now. So maybe it'll be something else that takes us down. But uh, maybe I don't know. We're back into that market that we had for years, though, where it is being driven by the big five. I mean, Apple, great day yesterday, good day this morning, driving the market here again. Amazon quietly has just tacked on 300 points, 10% in seven trading sessions. Um, Microsoft breaking out new all-time highs. I own all three of these stocks. $252 here this morning. Um, Again, that's from Josh back during during the COVID crisis. Josh came on the show. Uh, Jason Rasnick's son and said yeah. he liked Microsoft. And I bought it that day off the Josh pick. It was $151. It's now 252 Josh, 101 points from you, buddy. If I could ever get across the border, I'm going to take you out for ice cream because that was a hell of a call by you, Josh. I don't know if Jason's listening, but I doubt he's called Josh. I doubt he's listening. But Apple, for what it's worth, came out with a, a, a thing last night. There is going to be a uh, some sort of a delay or a disruption in their iPads and MacBooks because – as you all know by now, there is a global shortage of semiconductors, and it's impacting every single electronic, cars, laptops, phones, everything. Um, it, it, it's the oil of the future. So there's going to be a lot of delays, I, I would suspect, in the coming months um, as as we work through this shortage of, 
of chips. Um, so that was on the Apple front. I wanted to go to Box quickly because they there was a headline on Box. They announced a strategic mm. partnership with KKR. So KKR is investing half a billion dollars in Box, uh, and they intend to uh, repurchase up to uh, $500 million in common stock through a self-tender offer. Um, I guess that's the same thing. But um, I'm anyway. going to see details of this. Anyway, the stock's down 8%, so obviously this is... We well, think it's, it's good it's, news, but it's not good news. It's been moving. It, it was up, then down, and sort of off those lows. So at 26, 21. Now it's wow, up. if you if you were man, if you were keeping an eye on the daily chart, I mean, holy mackerel. 2634 is where it spiked to. And look at this high right here. After oh, hours man. spiked on this originally. 2647. Look at that, man. What? And it went. You only got one shot at that, and it came back down. So let's see what happened. Spike low. They overshot both ways on this thing. Look at yesterday. I don't know. What are these lows right here? Uh, if you like to maybe wow, – wow, it's under the three lows at 23. Let's see here. It's under the 22.62 low. I don't know, 22. I see 22.09 is low if this thing continues. I don't know. Kind of firmed up. I think you kind of overshot on the upside and overshot on the downside. I bet you perhaps this will firm up. And keep an eye on the open. See if they, they scoop this up off the open. I'm looking for uh, for other headlines and such. There was a couple of ratings that I thought were interesting. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, what yeah. are ratings? Yeah, we haven't looked at ratings in forever. So these these people called analysts, sell side analysts, and they give ratings, <laughs> typically bullish ratings, usually bullish ratings, uh, so that their firms can then do business with those companies. Um, uh, who was it? Bank of America named Salesforce and Workday its top picks on growth. CRM, WDAY are Bank of America's top picks this morning. Come off the low CRM. I've had it. I've been in and out of it a couple of times. Workday, I had to, and I sold that just horribly, so I never got it back. I kind of want to own the CRM, but then I kind of, eh. Uh, I have both of these stocks are kind of just in the middle of nowhere. Hard, hard to get on the bull or bear train. Uh, it's interesting, though. This was, uh, you're Which back one? at the, yeah, you're back yeah. at the high of the move here. I don't know. This one looks okay. Three days, you know, it had the big rally up, really didn't give it back, and no, I don't know. I don't know. This could be one little you got breakout. That big ugly blue line though, where old support becomes new resistance on that top right chart. I don't like that <laughs> no, one. I, that I looks like it's that looks like it's bumping up against the ceiling, and it's not gonna. Maybe it's gonna bump itself well, through. I but. mean, you know, resistance is resistance still is taken out. It's interesting that was old support too. It's still. I kind of feel like it's who who did they pay up for? Um, slack. Slack. It's it. It seems like. The street just overall just wasn't too happy with that purchase. No, Slack is still on the board, I think. Right? Yeah, right. yeah. hasn't went through, hasn't been finalized the deal yet. It's coming though. It's gonna get pushed through eventually. Here. Speaking of deals, uh, the the AMD Xilinx deal, I guess it, it was voted to go through by shareholders yesterday. They had the shareholder vote, so they okay. appro- they approved that acquisition. Um, I don't even. I think what is this? This was like a cash in stock deal, right? I I recall it being a little bit complicated. Um, I don't, deal? I don't have the ratio in front of me either. That, I just know uh, they somewhat track each other. The, the AMD Xilinx deal. I don't. Yeah, uh, someone sent me a message about that, and um, 
Dennis said there was just some, some little antitrust in there too. So maybe that's why you're not getting the, the full premium. I'd have to go price it out. It's actually, I do a lot of deals. I don't never trade that one that much. The AMD Xilinx. I've traded a few times, but I don't know why I should trade that one more. Hey, so we got a new one in on here. It. Daniel Spencer. He wants to know, or triple D, what do you mean by a fade trade? He would drive to Detroit and buy us a beer. If, it, if we ask Dennis what a fade trade is. Oh, I like beer. So yeah, that sounds in- good. Yeah, we'll I'll take uh, Miller High, Miller High Life. I know you Canadians, man. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that. I, 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 Maybe I should go the Miller Light. I'm oh, you sure only drink, I thought you only drink Labatt or whatever. Labatt. I don't know. I'm a Miller Light fan. All always. Right. So okay, fade trade just so you're fading the move. So meaning that you know you got a big rally in the stock, it's going up. Fading it means I'm selling into the move. Um, you could also say fading it. It's more on rips than dips but you know when it's dipping it could say okay i'm fading that by buying it i wouldn't say it that way um some people do though i say typically when i'm saying i'm fading the move it's usually you got a lot of people buying you have a lot of strength in a stock you know for instance like pinterest you know this has been ripping 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 uh like yeah i'm fading that i think it's it's went too far it means i'm selling into that strength because i think the move is now overdone that's what i mean by fade trade all right. I don't know if I defined that well or yeah, not. No, but yeah, because I like PBR no, as well. I do like PBR. You did. It's being contrarian, right? It's yeah. it's selling going against the move. It's selling. Me and Joel are contrarians at heart. We really are. Yeah. You know, I've never been. You know, maybe it's why. You know, I my best portfolio has probably underperformed the market in the last five years because I, I'm not a big Momo guy. I'm more of a contrarian, saying, "Ah, oh, that moves over down. I'll fade that." So, but in the last couple of months, fade trades working a lot better. Than the Momo trade. So Momo trade is a basically opposite to the fade trade. Momentum trade is okay. Stock's going up. If it's going up, it's going higher. It's going up. It's going higher. Fade trade is basically taking the opposite side. It's contrarian trade where you're fading the strength. Selling right, let's, into. Let's do one more and then we'll get Buck on. Let's go to. Let's do earnings. Let's do Constellation Brands. St Zebra out this morning. Earnings per share a buck eighty two versus a dollar fifty five cent estimate. That's good. Revenue of a one point nine five billion. Versus one point eight seven billion, so they beat on their earnings. They beat on their revenue. How is STZ doing? Not good. I guess it was all priced in. All the good news priced into this puppy because the stock is getting smacked around this morning. It's down seven bucks. You got some support in here, but it's hard to catch the falling knives on earnings because sometimes you just don't know how ugly they can get. I always like to wait day after, let it stabilize, find some strength. To that that low of the move, two twenty five needs to hold that. But below that, it gets a little bit uglier. So two twenty five critical to hold. Um, I where do you see you see a two twenty five in there? Yeah, I see looking. more two twenty six. Well, two twenty five sixty nine. I didn't. So I guess, I guess if I go back to my grade one rounding, you would be right at two twenty six. Yeah, I see pair. I don't. I don't know what platform you're looking at. I see a five seventy two low and a six twenty eight low. So, still a buck away from there. Uh, see if it gets there. You did get there in the uh, just in the pre market. So you did buy buyers there the first time. But the problem is, if you take that out, boom, your next daily low comes in at twenty one seventy eight. But Man, look at that. Look at there's some smart selling going on there ahead of the report. Look at that 235 area in in five of the last eight sessions, man. There was someone working out of a piece there. 
Uh, good job ahead of the report. S&P still up 12 here at 40.82. Kind of a quiet pre-market session here on this Thursday. All right, let's bring on our guest today, Buck Andrews, the co-founder of Inform. Buck, we haven't spoken to you in a couple weeks. How did the end of the quarter treat you? Oh, wait, you're on mute, though. Unmute that. Oh, thing. Buck. There we go. There we go. Hey, guys. Hey, how we doing? Good, good. How the end I, of the quarter treat you? Well, I'm, yeah, I'm in the back of the market uh, with both feet. So, you know, it uh, has, has been pretty good. That like, technology test down at the, in the ARC test, like last week, um, held up pretty well. So I've got back into a couple of ARC funds. Really? Um, what ones? What ones the end? K and W. The ARKK and the ARKW. Yeah, they trade. They're holding on. They're holding on. Yeah, they're they're holding on. So you know, I've, I've uh, I th- they were down thirty five percent, right? And that devil test they held in down there. So I'm kind of thinking, you know, I think that uh, the market's probably going to pull these guys up as opposed to them pulling the market down, uh, just by the action in the other indices and the and the Treasury started to stabilize. So I guess the 180 billion a month that they're throwing in there is, uh, you know, put a floor on uh, the 10 year and, and the 30 year, um, and you know, 35 percent down, you got to start looking, right? So, so what's the play here for? Uh, well, I, you know, I, I'm in both. I've been both of those, and I'll, I'll use uh, my entry level, um, just above the entry level as a stop. I won't let the, you know, let it turn into a loser. Kind of the old trading, you know, don't let your winners turn to losers. <laughs> we, we, we learned that on the floor, right, Joel? <laughs> you bet. <laughs> yeah, I, I still do it sometimes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so back in those, back in, yeah, I'm in the indices because the indices, it's hard to keep up with the indices here. So I'm in the spiders and the queues and uh, I trade those through the futures. Uh, my favorite stock that I've been mentioning on this program has got – Got a fire under it with big volume. Um, green box. I don't oh, know nice. if you guys watched that one the other day, but I've been touting that one here for a while on the show. That's GB, um, GBOX, right? Yeah, it's GBOX. Yeah, great call. Big volume. Yeah. Um, th- think of this stock like this. Th- think of like all the, all the stocks that are out there that go public and all the value is already taken out of it by the, by the uh, venture companies. You know, you have so much value, but by the time they hit get hit the public market, they're multi-billion-dollar yeah. companies. This one did not have that. You know, this one is is a startup. It's kind of like getting in at the venture level. Yeah. Um, they're just getting started. They you know, reported their number. It, the stock held up on the earnings number, so I, I like that. It's kind of based out, and then a couple of days later, they announced that they had that they were um, increasing their projections of processing volume by double. And they said, they said by at, at least double. So what the at least means that, you know, they left, left in the opportunity to increase it again and again throughout the year. So the, the stock took off on large volume that day. And then it's held in here pretty well at this 19 level came down to like guys, 17 and change yesterday and came right back up and tested the high at 20 um, and is kind of hanging out in here. So it, it looks like it's finally getting some sponsorship. Um, I like this long term. I think the company is just getting started. It's a blockchain company with 
blockchain processing, and I think it's in the right space, and I think it's a could be a big growth company. It's gonna uh, just a great call by you on the show there. I think this thing that was twelve or thirteen bucks when you were talking about it. I remember you talking about it a week and a half ago. Wish I would have bought some with you there. Did not forgot about it, but great call. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. and the other the other one that uh, has performed really well, which I did not mention, is LRCX, Lamb. It's had a big move. Um, that one actually, you know, I, I follow one of the newsletters, and one of the newsletters uh, had that uh, as one of their top picks, um, and started watching it then, and it came down for a while. That newsletter, whenever they would report. You can you can guess who it is, uh, but th- everything they would report would pop, and it was a good short. But as the market started to turn, um, some of these stocks had pretty big moves off their off their bottoms. Um, and uh, you know we're going to put up in our system like we did with you guys. If you look over at the watch list portion, um, we have something I called. Really saw you. You've got your own pre market prep watch list. Yeah, so that's that's a community list. We're going to break these out for community lists. So whenever you guys talk about something, if you want to throw it up there, um, it will have the entry level, and you can see how that stock has performed. Like for instance, if somebody mentioned Microsoft, that's saw so you saw that like uh, you know last year, you could put that in. You can see how that stock had performed. Um, if you go to the community list, you'll see that I had uh, um, that I had uh, some of these are pretty good. So you can see. The LRCX TMF, you can guess who that is. Um, and you'll see that uh, I've got green box in there. So I, see, kind of- I, I, I see Voozy. That's a Mitch Hodge favorite. He's been talking about that one, but he hasn't bought it yet. Yeah. Mitch, Mitch there, there's there's your Voozy. Shout out to you. Uh, oh, I see John Deere. I, I literally was going to talk about it in like 10 minutes. So that's, that's what I like to hear, Buck. <laughs> yeah, so, so what we're, we're, we're starting to do, we're starting to add all the all the like social aspects you yeah. know, into this product. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you, there's thousands of newsletters that come into my mailbox every day, and some of them are worth noting. You know, so if we see stuff that's worth posting up there, and if the community sees stuff worth posting that comes into your newsletters, please post them. Let let people see them. Um, <laughs> so I think it's a way, good way to share, you know, the uh, the knowledge that's flooding our mailboxes. Yeah, and again, uh, Buck Andrews is the co-founder of Inform. It's i n four m dot info. Buck, anything on your radar uh, for the week as far as like catalysts, be the be the macro or micro individual news events that you're watching for. Uh, or any other trades that you're thinking about making but haven't made yet? You know what? I, I am at this juncture. I'm kind of sitting tight with my portfolio. I'm not, yeah. I'm, I'm on a sit on the hands and just watch. You know, sometimes once you have your full positions, it's better just to step back and not mess with them. My wife has always told me, do not sell that green box. Do not sell that green box. Do not uh, trade green box. They're <laughs> smarter than us. And Joel, same thing. Lisa's don't sell, don't sell. She's right. Yeah. And maybe my wife needs to talk to me more on my trading because I already sell way too early. So she doesn't get involved with mine. So maybe she should be because maybe I'd be able to hold on to some of these gainers better like you guys because I already sell everything way too early. Yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. I like to trade around them, which also can be a problem because, you know, all of a sudden you sold something and it doesn't come back down to where you thought it could. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's gone. It's gone. It's gone and you're paying taxes on it. You know, oh, yeah. You do bad. that. <laughs> well, Buck, I'm just curious. She's like, gone. Buck, because you, you also leave your computer and like you fish a lot, right? So 
when you're at when you're out fishing, obviously not in front of your screen, you're not in front of the markets. Uh, like, how do you leave your portfolio like that, or like do you like how do you utilize stops, or you you go you go home flat, or what? No, no, no. See, see this. Okay. Okay. We- our, our product has got a great mobile all right, application. So, okay. so, all right, so you I, look at your long-term portfolio on your phone when you're out away fishing. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I watch my phone all the time because I like to watch the price action of where the yeah. stocks are. But so, so you know, I, when you're yeah. relaxing with your fishing, rod. I guess so. You know, you're just I, I don't there with your fishing rod. It. You can I look mean, at your stocks. Yeah. Actually, you know, if I could have done the show from the phone, I would have done it out on the boat. You can. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you can I suppose. how can you fit all this stuff in your long-term portfolio on your phone because i if you look at our product you can put as much stuff and all as the you different accounts that you have things in i mean that that's impossible just don't look at it just right, let it once go again, once again inform.info you can go there and do that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, but Bucket, buckets bog down your servers if I put my long term. Yeah. Hey, one, one, one other one other thing I wanted to point out to you guys when you were talking about momentum and talking about uh, you know fading, you know there, there there was one business school class on finance where the guy said uh, somebody asked about technical indicators and he said the only technical indicator that has proven to have you know any uh, statistical meaning is momentum. So think about that. Buy the trend, as they say in the the trend. Your friend, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We are big believers in trend trading here as well. Right. So momentum, momentum is the only only. So the trend, you know, (laughs) trend is your friend. Keep it. (laughs) So Microsoft making new highs, right? I own that one. I own Facebook making new highs. You like Uh, them when they're making new highs. Yeah, I'd love it. Greenbox making new highs, you know, and. Watching the ARC funds to make sure they don't bite me. You know, and law, law being SAPs, careful on those long, ones. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, down, as I said, down 30%, 35%. You know, they start easing up. You're going to wish you owned them, right? I mean, they will come back into favor. Name of the game is buy the dip. So, yeah. I mean, this is a nice dip to get in there. And I was trying to get down dirty in a little bit of her positions yesterday, <laughs> but. Maybe a little bit too early because I got stopped out on some stuff. But anyway, that, that's, that's easier said now, not as easy said a week and a half ago. But you know, that's yeah. That you know, it, 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 if you look at the chart of those guys, it was consolidating down there uh, when it t- went down to test that bottom and had three days of consolidation. If you pull yeah. up Art K, you can see it, and um, that when it broke through that consolidation, uh, that's when I added to the position. All right, Buck Andrews is the co-founder of Inform, as I said, inform.info. Buck, always a pleasure. Go catch some fish. Hey, great to see you guys. All right. Thanks, okay. Buck. Yeah. All right. I want to answer a question from uh, a downtown Chris Brown. Downtown. Uh, he oh. asked me about, like, when I identify resistance, I see something in the in area. I'm not looking so much at, like, the volume, and I'm not looking at the open book. I just you – know, nowadays, it used to be easier uh, with um, – you know, the open book and you can look and there used to be more volume, but I, I think uh, traders, investors have got a lot smarter now. And I just like, look at this. We talked, I talked about this 75 area for a long time 
and it was like two or three times it was up in that area. Same thing. So it's just more the times that it had. So I'm not really looking at the volume. If it's a super thick stock, maybe you can go to New York book, but it's maybe like ST, uh, ST Zebra here. Uh, Constellation Brands. I mean, there was so much stock in that at two thirty five level. They weren't showing a million at two thirty five. They let it get it up a little above, a little bit below, and they look for the average price. So it's more sight than worrying about big volume. All right, it's eight forty eight. I know there's a bunch of questions from chat. Uh, ticker time. You don't always get to all of them. Twelve minutes of ticker time. Ah, we don't. I want to do a whole show ticker time. Maybe that's one day we'll do a whole show just ticker time. The entire yeah. hour session is just tickers. We, Boom, we pounding we, them out. Never 60 done that. stocks in sixty minutes. I want to do that. We'll call we, it sixty minutes. We, that's we, a good name for a we, show. Oh, yeah, no one would care about that. <laughs> what we can do is the next time there's like um like a like a, a like a long weekend or whatever, or like a really quiet market day, like whether it's the Friday before Memorial Day or whatever. Um, we, we, we can do that and there's not going to be any news. We'll just do the whole show of ticker time. Uh, that being said though, like, unless you guys had more stocks on your list to discuss, which I mean, it's a pretty quiet morning out there. So we, I, I see it no is kind of quiet. Just kind of, it is pretty quiet. Calm quiet. before the buying storm. All right. All right. Let's go. Here we, we got go. Tickers. Here we go. PayPal. Uh, it's been a couple days since I've looked at it. I'm assuming it's bounced back with the market. It has 260. Oh, tough one. Throw, passing to Joel. <laughs> <laughs> passing to Joel. Ah, uh, trading up in the pre-market. Uh, right, it just hit 260 there. I mean, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to be shorted. It's had a three-day run. I'm not. You know, let's see if I like to see it go up over 260, maybe pull back, come back. Oh, it's near the high of the session, so that's not bad. It looks like it's breaking out here. I wouldn't fade it. I'd love to get it closer to the, in yesterday's range or closer to the close, but it's had a nice run. It's got a long way to go back to get 50% of the move, so looks like it's off the mat, PayPal. Man, I, and I've mentioned this before, but I definitely I have a bias towards stocks that we don't get asked about all the time. And here's one: waste management (WM). This thing is at all time oh, high. Wrong garbage. Yeah, long I mean, garbage. how could you go wrong? Long garbage. I don't know. It's Need a pullback. Love the stock. Decent dividend, one point seven four percent. Need a pullback. I uh, can't chase it up here. Would love for whatever reason this gets back to one twenty five, then I would strike. I mean, if it keeps going from here, I missed it. What, what we just got done talking about? We loving we love stocks and new highs. No, I know, but I hate chasing. So all right, I, I all right. Like I'm chasing. I like it when they're like two days ago. If you were to ask me waste management, I'd be like, oh, it's kind of bumping up and standing ready to go now. It's starting to move, but I don't know. There's a there is a trend. If you want to just trade the trend, take your Jeff Mackey purple crayon, draw that very steep line. Yeah, that's March. a steep one. One ten to one thirty two is a big move on a value name. This isn't like a growth name. This is garbage name literally garbage so i mean this is a big move 20 points in a month i feel like i'm chasing it next this is the only company where it's not insulting to say these guys are garbage yeah exactly yeah all right uh maybe go to a value one that hasn't had that big a move cvs i guess it has been waiting i've been waiting for this one wba has run cvs has run i do have a small position in this um it has not got the love the dividend is okay 2.68 percent I'm just kind of, I don't know. I've been waiting on it. So this is just not went though. 
Eh, two I, things. I kind of like it, but Te- technically, boom. I mean, it's bumping up here. It's trying to break out, right? That's what I, I kind of like it. Yeah, you know, it, it it potentially. I mean, this is major resistance here, seventy six and a half. So I don't know if you want to play a breakout, but and I don't know where like their revenues come from. I I know they they don't sell the smokes there anymore. Well, I but I think we know where the revenue comes from. It's a drugstore. <laughs> well, also all the the stuff that they you know all the the shaving cream and all that stuff like that, and uh. The shelves are at my Walgreens are looking empty. I think one of two things. I'm like, people aren't going away. They're not traveling, so they don't need to go get their travel size. Uh, they're going to be traveling more, though. They're yeah, I don't I don't know. What's the dividend? I, I it, it might break out here. It, it looks like it's ready I'd rather be long out. than short. Yes, exactly. It looks it, like a breakout. Okay. Keep in mind, guys. We're doing, we got to keep them under a minute. That's a vaccine play. It's a vaccine, vaccine play. play uh, so I guess. I guess. I mean, the vaccine is is free, so but it gets you into the store. Yeah, yeah it gets you spending saying. money. Yeah, it gets you into the store. You're going in your. I'm going to go get my vaccine. Going to Walgreens. Going to CVS. I might buy some other. Stuff. I guess. I guess. All right. Uh, on the travel front, what about Trip Trip Advisor here? <laughs> this one is interesting. It's sort of bunching up a little bit. Ooh, tough stock because it's a, such a move too. I mean, Trip has went the ultimate reopening stock. Yeah. From 30 to 60 in a month and a half. Now you've consolidated some of that move, but it got way overdone. You still have the trend, though. So the trend's your friend, and you're kind of there at that trend line. So I'd say as long as above 50, bulls are in control. Below 50, ugly. So if you're in this thing, I'd stop myself up below 50. A little bit tighter. I mean, I see in a range from like 52.70 to 57.50. That's been persisting. I mean, you had these outlier, well, three, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine days. So let's see. Right now, it's the bottom of that little range. You see the top of the range here. I would not like to, I, I play a little closer to the vault. I don't like to see it taken out the low from yesterday because then you work your way into this green bar. So see if it stays in the trading range. All right, uh, take two. Been one of these. Uh, actually, I've I've seen I've been seeing some activity in take two. Just chatter about it, but like seems like there's some buyer demand. But it was one of those gross stocks got way overdone. Came off those highs. Ooh. Chart looks identical to ATVI. Really, yeah. uh, you know, thoughts on take two? I'm long it. Been long it. Plan on staying long it. If it was on for a trade, it's been a pretty good move. I think you know I'd I'd probably wait for a pullback to buy it at this point because it's had a pretty good move from the last week and a half, 167 up to 183. Uh, but I still love the story here, and I think it's best in breed. Yeah, those two highs look a little closer together than I thought they were, but they're not. 80, 80. Oh wait, wrong, wrong chart, wrong chart, wrong chart. They are one eighty five. That's all you got to care about. One eighty five, one eighty five oh six. That was your high yesterday. One eighty five twenty nine. The high the day before. I mean, if you want to play it for a breakout, boom, above eighty five. Your next daily high comes in at one eighty eight twenty. Matching lows, too, on the downside if you're worried about – look at that, trade to range. Uh, not quite an inside day. Inside day on the upside, tight on the downside. So either way, break out above 185 or below 182.50. Let's do them under 30 seconds. All right, someone's asking, someone's asking about FireEye. They had a headline last night. They announced that John Waters uh, – I don't I don't think that John Waters is rejoining the company. John as, Waters? Isn't he yeah, a not, singer? Not that John Waters uh, rejoined the company as the president and CEO. This one got the pop on the solar winds 
Um, I think it was a solar winds hack, right? Uh, back in December, and it's slowly and steadily giving it back. Um, concerning candle and cyber arc concerning candle a little bit in fire eye less pronounced don't like the candle from yesterday so i'm not buying it range bound last four sessions all right well we're going quick now i'm like, trying to go quick i like it i like it okay oh my god dell i screwed this one up royally i kept saying how dell was a value trade value investment because you're getting the holdings in the vmware for cheap 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 and I sold it when it had to move from like 50 to 70 and now it's 90 and I'm like kicking myself. So still like Dow, I'd be a buyer pullbacks. Oh man, I wish I could draw the trend line right here, but this is awful steep. steep trend line. Yeah, it's been a little bit too far now. Yeah, too far. I, maybe maybe I'd be interested in 80 or something like that, but you're, I'm not chasing it up here. All right, uh, fuel cell, we could ask about this one all the time. Fuel cell, we could ask all the time. Plug power, Ballard power, fuel cell, all in the same group. Plug has been unplugged. It has hurt the whole group. Ballard power, BLDP, which is the Canadian one, it's come off significantly. The only thing good is you do have some support. $30 at your level on plug. So if you're trading your fuel cell, keep an eye on plug. It is your leader. FCEL needs to hold its own low of the move, 11.55. So, but again, these have come off significantly. I'm just... Don't, what was I, the accounting day? What was the accounting day? Uh, plug. Plug. Well, yeah, they said like we're going to restate the next yeah. thirty-seven years of earnings. Yeah, <laughs> when was that? That was uh, March sixteenth, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was March sixteenth. Yeah. Yeah. down, and they have not. <laughs> that goes to the whole thing when they start talking accounting issues. Hit the sell button. Hands off. Hit the sell button. Good, good memory on that, Dennis. Damn, that was it. Was I, me? No, no, Dennis is eight. Then it's just you looked at the chart. <laughs> okay, all right. You don't remember. None of even remember what he had for breakfast. I know. I that's why. I, that's why I said. So, but I, I retract my compliment. Um, Lorraine Becker says I, I listen to you guys every day. Okay. And she wants us to do RVP. RVP. Not one I'm familiar with. Retractable technologies. I don't know this. Was this a SPAC uh, match? Yeah, ooh, I don't no, know. No, I don't think so. No, it was not. It doesn't have a SPAC type of chart. I just see somewhere around 10. I was like, oh, is there 10 support? 10 is support on all stocks. You can write this down on page 20 of our thing. 5, 10, 15, 20. All, so all, all resistance. Theory. All resistance. Yeah, 10 bucks. So 10 bucks is good support. It's been hammered. We'll see what happens at 10. Needs to hold 10. Trend is awful, though. Awful trend. Ugly downtrend. Yeah, I don't know what about this 2,400 uh, shares that printed at 11. Uh, but keep an eye out, Lorraine, because what you have here is you have one, two, three, four lower highs. So I don't know if this 11, but if it breaks and you have one, two, three, four lower lows and you have one, two, three, four lower closes. So if you break that trend, yeah, maybe got a chance. The monthlies are telling you there's support down here too as well. I'm grabbing one skills. I was going to go there. Chart. We've had two people mention skills. Yeah, I saw Skill, multiple times. Skittles. A big ramp, blow off top up to 45 now. It's been hammered. We know old SPACs have support at 10. Nobody wants to hear that when it's 18. Um, the trend is still ugly. Needs to get above 20. Needs to get some momentum going. CCIV in the same. You know, we think thinking CCIV might eventually start to get some life. It just doesn't seem to get it. So I'm throwing that in the same camp. Right now, skills isn't paying the bills. 
skills is not paying the bills. That's a good one. Uh, uh, absolutely no upside until this clears 20 bucks. Yep. I'd see a bunch of highs there. I don't so want to own it unless it's above 20. Yep, exactly. Let's see if we can do one more here. Let's just see. We got some new names in here. Do one some for someone new. Uh, that's, that's so hard because there's so many and they come. Yeah, because people keep changing their names when just I get mad at them. Just grab um, one. Uh, NUE for a short. Paul wants to know. I own, N- I own NUE, so for, for <laughs> I still own NUE. For the short. chat's supposed to tell me when I'm supposed to sell this thing. I wanted to sell it at 70. It's now 80. I don't know. When I, I sell it, NUE. You, I gave you what to follow, and I don't believe you didn't follow it. I, I did. I, I told hold. you the old-time closing high was 78.75. There was a couple lows in that area. I said, don't worry about it until it closes below 78.75. It never did, and now I would. My new number for triple D is eighty thirty nine. I don't care about the old. Ooh, the old time high is right there is eighty ninety seven. So, you want to see a close above eighty thirty nine? It's kind of looking, but it didn't yesterday. It better make a move soon, triple D, or this is going to turn. I tired. The reopening trade getting a little bit tired. Look at X. But oh, you know boy, what? There's a lot the of steel. Steel infrastructure. I gotta yeah, buy X. infrastructure. Oh, Dennis, look at that X chart. You're hitting a button right now in NUE. Look at buy. that X. I'm going to give it to you. Look at X. It's pulled back. Nice pullback to buy. I actually don't mind the X chart. <laughs> okay. X buy to buy more NUE. As they say. All right. That'll be a wrap for pre-market prep. Thanks to Buck Andrews once again today's show. Sponsored by Inform. Go to in4m.info. Uh, please remember all the information from our show, from every show, uh, is meant to be used as informational purposes only, not for investing or training advice. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.